coming up next on The Breadwinning Mums. Go for it. Go for everything. Take everything, you know, um, that you can in life. Everything is available to you. Don't let any, don't let the nose hold you back. Find a way, dig deep, feel the fuego, right? And just chase that. Chase that and, and just unleash the fuego. Allow that to come in in into your life in every in every aspect. Relationships, work, life, confidence, faith, whatever it is, you know, just own it. You get one life. This is it. There's no dress rehearsal. And so live life to the fullest with your full fuego. the show. I'm Jane Lim. On the Breadwinning Mums podcast, we debunk the myths of working mums, cheer each other on, and show the world that it's okay to be a mum and still pursue excellence in your chosen area of expertise. Today we're chatting with Wendy Speglik, a fellow married breadwinning mum with two sons, Aiden and Levi. Wendy is a senior manager of the solutions engineering at Salesforce. She shared with us her adventure of moving overseas as a young child and how this experience shaped her grit and resilience that would later help her in life. Here we go with Wendy Speglik. Hi, Jane. How are you? Good. How are you? I am well. I am well. I am well. That's really good. You have this really bright smile on your face, which is always a good start. Oh, well, what, what <laughs> other option do I have? It's either like, you know, you got to cry a myriad of other or, options. Exactly. Or you just kind of go, okay, cool. This has come to me. Like, let me just enjoy and be in the moment. So yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I wish the, um, the listeners can see what you look like but you're bright not only bright in spirit but also bright physically so always you know a really good way to start thanks for that I appreciate that and you as well glowing you only see what you, <laughs> what, what you um, project so you are also glowing um, fellow queen sister boss woman <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> awesome so can we start with uh, you first I guess would you mind telling us a little bit more about yourself Wendy yeah so um where do I start? My goodness, like oh, start at the very beginning. <laughs> literally, literally, where do yeah. I start? Um, my, I think the story all starts with my mom migrating and wanting coming out from South America, Quito, Ecuador, mm. wanting to have a better future for herself and for the family she was going to have. Um, mm. So 
in a nutshell, I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest, um, the eldest and the favorite daughter because I'm the <laughs> only daughter. And then followed by two two boys. So um, two two brothers, and then now married, happily married, coming up to close to twenty years. My, wow. my partner in crime, Anthony. Yeah. Um, who, yeah. So Anthony with two children, right? Two two ninjas. I call them ninjas because I'm like, <laughs> stop it, your brothers. Um, so Aiden and Lever, who are the, the love of my lives and um, yeah. keep me on my toes. Two fur babies. Yeah. Two yeah. sisters. Um, ah, okay. So they're my girls because I had to kind of rebalance the energy in the <laughs> yeah. house. Exactly. I'm like, I can't be by myself over here with all this <laughs> <Exactly>. madness. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and, and, and in terms of work, walks of life, in terms of, of opportunity and, and work, I've been lucky enough to have started my journey work starting as a teller just as a summer intern like before I start uni and be sensible and make money instead of traveling the world I'll go and work and then I'll go and do my accounting and financial planning studies um because yeah. I'm sensible and I'm like the firstborn and the obedient one right and and pivot twist I ended up staying for the summer and creating a career in banking and finance um having babies leaving the industry changing companies and now I'm in tech. I'm lucky enough to be working for one of the global biggest tech companies. Um, and I pinch myself on the daily going, okay, I'm here. And um, I, I, I'm lucky enough to lead a team of engineers and they do incredible things. So yeah, that's Amazing. a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah, just a little, <laughs> not, not a too little. much. <laughs> yeah. So your mom uh, came here before she had the children? Yes. Or were you she, born in Ecuador? No, I was bo born here. The three of us were born here. We migrated and lived back and forth through the States and South America um, throughout our lives. We moved oh, wow. to Ecuador um, a couple of times to, to relocate. At, at the age of 12, my, my parents were like, ah. we're done with Australia. We missed yeah. being around family yeah. and friends and our culture. Yeah. Um, and so we literally packed up and we moved mm. everything over to um, Quito, Ecuador. And wow. at the age of 12... Yep. I was, I call it tartamuda, like I could not speak, write yep. or read Spanish. And yep. it was a tough summer. I could see yep. people playing and I'm like, I can't even play because I can't yep. even say, pass me the yeah. ball. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. yeah. How long yeah. were you there for? We lived there for close to three years. Um, okay. And I think when I look back, you know, I, I kind of go, it was a defining moment in, in my yep. childhood in my life to kind of go 12 is already a difficult time in life yep. you're <laughs> pre-tween you know and you're everything yep. gets on your nerves and all of a sudden yep. you're thrown in to the deep yep. end where yep. you know nobody no one knows you and you can't even communicate and yet something within deep inside of you has to kind of go I have to find a way forward and this yep. is my new space and how do I make it work and I yep. think that when I think back really has served as an anchor point, but a defining mm. moment and a, an, um, a chance of great characteristics that served me well in my life mm. and career. Mm. Because no matter what, everything could shift, everything could be taken away. Like you could literally be square one, yep. page zero, blank yep. canvas. You know yep. no one, no one knows you. Mm. And you got to find a way forward. Yeah, and so, that's really interesting that you mentioned that yeah. because I moved here. So I was born in Indonesia, but I moved here when I was 12 as well. 
And I had to learn that new language, new culture, making new friends. And same, like similar experience in that I couldn't really communicate. So I became this really introverted kid. I had to really watch what people do, what people say, and also their body language. I became Uh a really good observer of people. Um, And I think what you mentioned before really resonated with me in that it really teaches you to be resilient, to be adaptive, to be just grow outside of yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like what a lesson. Like, you know, when I look back, it was so hard. And now I kind of got, I would change nothing because it's, it's, it's defined the characteristics, resilience, empathy, connection, Mm. um, you know, looking beyond the nuances. How do you who are you as an individual and how do you show up and Mm. um so isn't it funny Jane like you've had the opposite and yet that when you think back there'll be like lessons that have been weaved throughout your career and your life and who you are as a trait of an individual right so yeah beautiful yeah awesome did you see your brothers learning similar things or uh, did they take it because different people take um different perspectives right even with the same environment same mixture of people um do you think that they learn similar skills out of that time as well I don't um that's a really great question I've never really thought of it right I kind of go it's a different experience and maybe I'm talking close to you know 30 years back like it in South America it's very much like the well back then it used to be very culturally the the female must be obedient and must learn all these Mm. things and needs to be responsible and and yeah. my brothers were like just you know played and they were boys and they were allowed yeah. to, you know um yeah. allowed to play out and rough and be you know out um so it's just different yeah. and and um so and and they were a little bit younger between the, the ages are a little bit you know with there's a, a two-year gap and then a four-year gap so mm. they were much smaller and so maybe mm. it was easier for them to learn and adapt I yep. don't know. Like they didn't have to yep. go to school. They were like in childcare, like ages. Oh, so yeah, yeah. They kind of were more at home versus like you have to go to school. Yeah, you spend like six to eight hours in a you foreign environment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so uh, you're married to Anthony for yes. twenty years now. Come to come to yeah, coming up to twenty years next year. Wow, yeah. huge achievement. Tell us how how did you meet? You know what? Like it is, um, it, it is an achievement. Thank you. Um, how did we meet? My goodness, we worked at we were working at one of the banks, and I remember moving into a new business unit, and I was meeting meeting everybody on the day, and he was like, "Who is this loud person that has arrived into our suite?" And I'm like, oh, and um, you know, I remember kind of be meeting him and from, from the very beginning, we just kind of hit it off. And I was like, oh, you mm. know, like, so you know a lot about stuff. So you need to teach me about these things. And, and we um, became friends. And I think, you know, for close to 14 months, he'd be like, hey, we should go out. I'm like, yeah, we hang out all the time, like with work friends. But he's like, no, no, just like you and me should go on a date. And I'm like, that's <laughs> never, never going to happen. because I don't date people that are, you know, not South American or Spanish. In my mind, it was like the fairy tale, the checklist have to be Spanish, have to be of my faith. And I will never date someone that I work with. And literally that list just blew back up in my face. (laughs) For 14 months, we were really good friends. We traveled, like we, um, yeah, we had, we, we, we got to know each other. And, Mm. um, I, you know, throughout that period, I fell in love with him without like, you know, not knowing. Mm. And, and mm. I think de- in denial to myself, 
And then yeah. just after the one kiss, it was like, this is it. He's my soulmate, you know? Um, and, and he's my partner in crime. And so we dated for, you know, he pursued me for 14 months. He was just, he goes like, I did not give up because I knew that she was worth it. Um, we, we kissed, you know, we dated for a little while. Um, on my birthday, he proposed and literally four, five months later, we were married, you know, and, um, Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I think with, with Anthony, um, it, he's a partner in crime. There's times where he's seen the good, the bad, the ugly, the tough days. Um, yep. But he's my partner in crime. And I think, you know, when I look at how am I doing life and what have yep. I achieved and what journeys mm. and chapters mm. have I crossed, mm. he's, the, he's the consistent one. Like he's been the constant. And yep. he's the one that sometimes has had to kind of go, that totally sucks. You know, now it's time to get back up and like, mm. let's go. Yeah. And, um, and he, and he brings out, yeah, like another level of me. He tests my patience. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I see you and you're stretching me to grow in new ways. Yeah. Um, but, um, Did yeah, you say I'm that just to him lucky. At the moment? I'm lucky. I'm a, I'm a lucky man. I'm, a, sometimes I'm like, you're lucky, <laughs> but I'm lucky too, right? So I think it goes both ways. So I assume that you share different faiths then, or does he not have? Yeah, we were both Christian, but he, I, I was more um, into my faith and practicing and very like, um, yeah, my Christian life is a big part of, of my life. And, and we yeah. go to church on, on Sabbath and, you know, observe the Sabbath and do a lot of things um, in, in that, in that spirit and um anthony was born roman catholic and they were like how dare you his parents were like how could you leave the the catholic faith and so we're sitting down with them and going actually this faith is the same it's christian but it's just much more we we go beyond just the easter and the christmases we really Mm. indoctrinated in our every week in every Mm. every day in our every Mm. every moment um Mm. and so we kind of went it's not a bad thing to have faith in God or, you know, Buddha or whatever you choose to do, but it's mm. the practice of like being a good person. Yeah. And I think once Anthony saw that and his parents saw that and understood that they were like, oh, we understand, you know? And so, mm. yeah, now mm. as a family, the four of us um, practice, you know, uh, the faith and mm. it's a, it's a, it's an additional family support and, and that mm. village helps mm. also help, helps us with our two boys, right? Because mm. we're all facing hard yeah. times and, you know, we're not, subject matter experts I can't get an MBA on my kid and know what to say and how to say and how to framework them and framework and like you know train them and like be parent to them you just sometimes need the village and um, yeah. take all the help that you can get right with yeah. good people that ha- that know your kids and see your family and have aligned values so it's been exactly. a big, big important piece of yeah. our life yeah 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 I grew up in church as well and I think oh, yeah. um it gives See, Jane, you... I love you even more. Like, I mean, there's all these similarities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we didn't yeah. cover before. That's right. so I think it it leads you, um, it gives you a set of values that you can really stick towards whenever things yeah. get a little bit um, hazy, I guess, or tricky in life. Yeah. Um, but I think it is really important to have the kids involved in that, in that yeah. upbringing, in that value, in that practice as well from a young age, because then when they see mom and dad, when they see aunties, uncles do, do that, then they know what to do when, when it's their time as well. 
Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. Like there's 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 spicy times in life. Yeah. And you know you have different influences, and and, and I think it's really important to kind of go what is right. You know, yep. like in terms mm-hmm. of like I say, as a human being, what's the right thing to do? How do you show care, empathy? You know that yep. that kid got in trouble. Like how could you have supported or showed up? Right. Um, yeah. They were cheating you know, I didn't get picked. It's not fair. Like I get it. Yep. Right. And yep. so it's like, it helps you anchor in those life lessons as well. Mm. All right. Well, what's, what's, yeah, Siri's saying, I don't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> how does it, how does it help you anchor, you know, forward and, and sometimes see that there's a reason why things happen and, and mm. always, um, it always works out. If you, if you do things with the right, with the right intent and with the right heart, you will yep. get your reward maybe not then but later and yep. so yeah yeah and that this world is more than you right it's there's something that is greater than all of us that's it hmm. that's it and then and 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 you can't sweat the small stuff and we're here for a good a, a long time and a good time but it's hmm. beyond that right hmm. you know and, and it, it was funny because a couple of weeks ago we were talking with my son he's like well when I grow up because he's in year six and they're talking about what will you do when you graduate, right? Yeah. Oh, I have to, you know, have a great job and make money and be rich. And I was like, well, you know, you doesn't have to, it's not just always about rich money-wise, rich, rich mm. in experience, rich in life, mm. rich in kindness, rich mm. in um, traveling, rich in mm. letting the people that are around you know that you love them, rich that you've yeah. helped rich you know in different things and so they're like oh okay and I'm like so it just helps you right and go back and go be grateful for the blessings but also be grateful for what is to come exactly and be blessings to others too exactly Mm. exactly oh nice okay so um you mentioned about your boys tell us um a little bit more about your motherhood journey when did it start so you have uh, Aiden and Levi yes so I have Aiden and Levi. Aiden, truth be told, I was obsessed with sex in the city and I loved Aiden. <laughs> it's his name, Aiden. Um, yeah. um, but um, Aiden is, yeah, a, a beautiful, beautiful soul. My, you know, firstborn and, you know, just different to Levi, right? And um, just kind spirited. And just this week he got selected for leadership in his high school, for, you know, to represent it. It was a, a proud mm. moment, right? And it's like, yay. Mm. And, and and parenthood is sometimes really hard because you kind of go am I doing right am I being too tough on them and then you know the firstborn's always like the we, we you know we can't we can't bollocks it up right we can't get it wrong and then you yeah. have these moments these slivers of like oh my gosh we must be doing something and yeah yeah, yeah. you on so Aiden is yeah he's very funny yeah very sassy you know coming to coming up to 15 um but he's also big in nature but also a beautiful soul and a kind heart and then I have Levi who is just you know challenges you challenging but like (laughs) incredibly strong and bold and fearless and Mm. um he's my from little right he's been left-handed and even that was like wow everyone's right-handed that's taboo when they were trying to hold his (laughs) hand back you know trying to tie it down I remember my my mother-in-law and I was like um you know (laughs) He's like, something's wrong with me. And I'm like, no, you know what? You were just different. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes you even more beautiful because guess what? You're the only one in the entire family 
you mm. got picked to be the lefty. Nobody on my side, my brothers, my mom, my dad, nobody on, on dad's side, uncles mm. and cousins and mom, uh, grand, um, Nana and Poppy, yeah. they're not left-handed. So you are special. And yeah. so I think it's like, it's, it's a, I see sometimes when you're a second kid, it's a hard it's a hard act to follow, right? Because it's like, well, your brother or your sister, yeah. you know, and so you have yeah. that responsibility of like, I always have to mm. up or live up, or, yeah, or, or live up. And it's kind of like, no, you you run your own journey, right? And you're going to be your own brilliant. You are already yeah. your own brilliant, but different version of yourself. Yeah. Um, but they test me in different ways, and they teach mm. me different lessons. Levi, you know, teaches me huge lessons of patience and also of um new chapters and you know mm. levi um has been you know during covid we had to covid was really difficult as a parent and it really i feel like leveled me up in different ways yeah. it also meant that we um discovered that levi needed additional support and help and um he was diagnosed adhd and that was mm. a really hard thing to kind of accept because culturally you know it was like there was well, a certain taboo it's taboo we don't like we're mm. just gonna pray over it or like that's just mm. a phase and it'll just pass and it was like yep. no yep. it sounds so, like what my parents would say <laughs> totally right and so I was like oh I have to level up as a parent and sometimes yep. challenge those mindsets yep. for myself yeah for my family for yep. for society and mm. make it okay and normalize it and go he's different right that's mm. cool that's just mm. how he, he just needs those additional supports and mm. once you have awareness, then my job as a parent and I feel like coming out of COVID is to bring awareness to that and go, there's nothing wrong. It's mm. just different. And mm. so how do we help them? And how do mm. we make him feel like, you know, okay, it might take me a little bit longer. I have to do it this way. I can still get there. Mm. I just sometimes need to stretch my thinking and also mm. stretch those around them like in that are there to guide them, their teachers, their principals, the therapist to just kind of go these are the things that you know he needs extra help with and or how do we consider how this lands for Levi and so mm. I feel like he's he's taught us you know the greatest lessons coming out of COVID mm. and I'm so proud of both of them for mm. the dudes that they're becoming and the little men that they are but I'm also a, a tough working mom like I think you know um, I'm teaching them things that that will serve them well for their future, for their future mm. partners, um, mm. you know, to be able to share the workload and to be like, hey, you, you're part of the family and we need you to, to you know, to do your bit. Can you, mm. who can help out with the, the dogs or who can help out with like a, putting a load of washing, you know, I need to teach you how to cook, um, mm. you know, so things that when I didn't maybe kind of, kind of see coming, growing up in my culture, I'm trying to mm. redefine those chapters mm so that they become beautiful husbands yeah. Yeah. Um, or partners to yeah. to to the um to the to my future family there you yeah. go yeah so you have two boys um and then you had a few miscarriages after yeah. that are you able to tell us your journey through Ooh, that through yeah that um after Levi we you know we you know we kind of we were blessed with the two you know and mm. we were like well we got two but I'd love a little girl and I'm I'm all things pink and girl and feminine and I was like and shoes and handbags and I was like I need to you know I'd love to have a little girl right and I yeah. think it's every little yeah. girl's dream to have 
a, a girl, right? So for, yeah. most, for me, for me, for my, and, yeah. um, and we tried and, you know, we had, we, we fell pregnant and, and two times we, we got, you know, um, 20 weeks in, 14 weeks in and we lost the baby and mm. it was um a tough moment you know t- tough to kind of go what, what's wrong with me like why can't I carry all the way through I've, I've done it before like mm. and so you have all these you know guilt and like I'm, I'm doing you know maybe I'm prioritizing Blame. work too much or mm. um maybe I should be a better mom that's why I'm not getting another child and all this blame mm. right and so um unfortunately yeah it wasn't meant to be and then the doctors and the specialists sat down with us and went, Hey, you know, if, if it's really important, then the next chapter would be looking at IVF and different sorts of, um, you know, fertility plans and treatments. Hmm. And Anthony was like, listen, whatever you decide, like, I will, I will, hmm. it's your decision, Easy. right? It's a, it's yep. a, it's very taxing on you. And, um, and, and I had to wrestle with that for a while and, and hmm. pray about it and sit with it. And as much as I wanted to kind of, because I'm an overachiever. I'm like, I don't want to let anybody down. I want to be able to do it. I had to kind of go, do I have it within me after the mm. two losses? Mm. Um, do I have it within me to, to try with no guarantees? Mm. And what emotional tax will that have on me? And so mm. I, I remember, you know, um, laying on the ground after the second loss and everyone was like, um, you know, like, oh, this moment will pass. It'll be yours. And and society always asks, like, now you've got the two boys, you you really need to go for the girl. And I had to be like, I had to mourn the loss of the of the baby girl I was never going to have. And that was really hard. Yeah. Um, and I remember laying on on um on our veranda and surrounded by, you know, the two dogs and Anthony and the boys were playing in the playground. And I just was like, you know, it's not going to happen. Mm. And so I had to kind of make it was a um a time where I just went, well, they're not with me on earth, you know, they're mm. around me, but I, I will live, you know, joyously, fearlessly, mm. boldly, and I'm going to make them very proud to kind of go, if I had had a daughter, all the things that I would have wished for her, I'm going to do through through myself. And so it was a hard moment <laughs> um, mm. to mourn the loss of the of those two and and to also close that chapter yeah but to also birth the opportunity of like okay you're gonna mother up and you're gonna do really great stuff with your two boys but you're also gonna explore more with your own life and career and and womanhood and yeah yeah as a as a as a human being and so yeah yeah tough thank you so much but yeah Yeah. strong (laughs) Thank yeah. you. So, no. Thank you so much for sharing that that journey and so candidly as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I think every woman wants a daughter. In you know, just saying, just hearing you say, you know, it's the morning that daughter that you'll never have. And I think I have two kids myself. First one is yeah. a boy. Second one is a girl. And I think if the second one had been a boy, I would have gone for another one because yeah. I, I'm not sure. But it's probably embedded in us. Um, and one of the reasons yeah. why. I created this podcast, I went for the MBA, I went to work is to show her, you know, that we can be that person and that I would love her to be that person. And we shouldn't use motherhood as an excuse not to live to our fullest potential. So 
really kudos to you for turning and reframing that whole experience. You have grieved. It must be a terrible experience to have. I had two mis- miscarriages myself before I had uh, yeah. my first one, but it was early. So I probably didn't have that much of a connection um, as you would. I mean, 20 weeks is a long time. You yeah. would have passed, you know, the first few months. So you would have felt connected. You would have felt some growth in it, right? So you have felt the life within you. And then to have those two incidences just come out of you would have been a really um, sad time to have. But for you to be able to reframe that and use that, you know, to really propel your own self and to create that example, not only for that daughter that you'll never have, but also for your sons and maybe for your future granddaughters as well. You know, you could tell them, Nana was this go-getter achiever and you could be too so 100% and I absolutely you know Jane like the losses you know it all it all counts at the end of the day right you just Mm. kind of go grandmama is gonna be fierce (laughs) and fabulous and spoil that grandbaby like everybody's business and I'll be like don't you dare stop me okay because I mean (laughs) this is like you know (laughs) two decades (laughs) in the making um and so I can't I can't wait and and if and if that's not if that's if that doesn't you know play out with a granddaughter then what you know I'm at this point that I kind of go I I have everything that I I am meant to have and one day I'll have the answers and and the reasons why but you're right you know becoming a mom wasn't the end of the chapter right it's Mm. not about like well then that's it life over shelf right it's like Mm. no I'm doing it for myself and to you know keep defying Mm. the odds and and going Mm. so what you yeah you got married cool cool you want to have kids cool Hey, mm. you're going to, you know, um, it's really hard, but you still want to work. Cool. You mm. know, what, what mm. does that look like? And also advancing and, you know, progressing your career and even your own personal growth and challenging yourself to study. And I mean, like mm. kudos to you, like that fires me up to kind of go, yes, yes. Like, you know, <laughs> life's not over. We still got maybe 40, 50 years. In oh, us. Like, yeah, right? We're not even time. the yeah. best is yet to come. Right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So currently you're working for Salesforce, but you didn't start there. You mentioned before that you started in the financial services um, industry. Can you tell us a little bit more about the transition? Oh, so the the transition came out of, again, um, a a sad moment of heartbreak. The Royal Commission had hit my business unit. I was working in um, a division, BT Wealth, and where we gave wealth advice. And um, there was our CEO on the stand. And mm. it was heartbreaking mm. to, to see the industry that, you know, um, had done so much and helped so many had also let, you know, a couple of people had let many people down. Mm. And so um, out of that sadness birthed the opportunity, well, I was given the chance to work on some of the biggest um, CEO complaints and it was heartbreaking to be sitting in front of people that lost everything, you know, mm. in their eighties, nineties. And um, like they couldn't, they couldn't go back and get another job. They couldn't mm. sell assets because they'd invested, you know, everything in the market. And mm. for me, it was like, oh, there yeah. could have been a better way. How could we have prevented that? And, yeah. um, you know, I, I came across an event that Salesforce was, put, was putting on about tech and the innovation and, and from day dot, I fell in love with what that meant and how that was helping companies. And so 
I pivoted my career. I left everything uh, as a business leader in that space and thought when tech's, tech's only a powerful um, space. And when you know it, when you know more, you can do more. And so I pivoted the, my career. I literally took on the most, I think, technical, one of the most technical roles um, at Salesforce and became a solution engineer in Fins. And again, it was like I arrived to Quito, Ecuador you know, when I was 12. It was mm. like a foreign country, a foreign language, foreign people. Mm. And I had to level up and I had mm. to study and I had to understand what the platform could do. And there'd be times where I, I don't know if you've watched that movie with Robert De Niro, like the intern, like you feel like oh, the yes. oldest yep. person. Yep. <laughs> you feel like the dinosaur <laughs> in the class. And people yeah. are like, oh yeah, 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 cool. With, you know, chap- chapter one. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I'm still on page two. What? <laughs> Let's go back. And so I had to, I had to study really hard, but, and, and, and you know, fail and, and then reset, you know, certifications, but. I tell you know everything is a, a story of, of my part of my story and triumph right I failed the, mm. the exam once came shy twice and then went on to you know pass three exams in 30 days like unheard of and they were like how the hell on earth did she do that right mm. um, and so the the change was wanting to grow myself mm. wanting to know more to help more and to come back and help an industry that I that had given me a career and, and had helped me become who I was. Mm. Um, and so, you know, my, my, yeah, when people kind of go, who are you? I'm like, from teller to tech. I came for the snacks, but stayed for the innovation. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a catchy <laughs> slogan. I like it. <laughs> um, but um, but it, 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 it challenged me and every day, every day is different. Right. And we're learning, you know, with tech, it, I think it's, it, it aligns to also, you know, my personality traits of like wanting to know more and doing better and, and mm. going, Oh, this is, this didn't exist before. What would great look like? Let's create that. What does that vision mm. look like? And mm. so it, it hits a lot of the buckets of constantly being curious, mm. growing and learning and being innovative and kind of going, it doesn't matter where you start, mm. hard work, grit, resilience. Yeah anything's possible right so yeah um so there's my yeah there's my story and I've yeah to kind of yeah uh, when I think back I listened to, to just even you know sharing this with you I go yeah it was like I arrived tech with Quito Ecuador again <laughs> mm, mm. yeah awesome and so what's the next five years going to look like for you uh work-wise oof great question I'm going to run the world. No, <laughs> um, over the next five years, you know, people ask, you know, it's, it's interesting. We always have like quarterly reflections and yearly reviews and we're coming up to, you know, um, and, and part of that is I always kind of go, my philosophy is always work really, really hard, have a lot of fun in what you're doing. And the role, I really kind of don't like being, you know, um, put into like, into you'll fit this next box this is your yeah. trajectory because if yeah. you look at my history it's yeah. so squiggly 
Mm, mm. it's like banking to then selling papers and pens to then leaving that and going to do something completely different and then back to banking and um, financial planning and then relationship manager and then tech and then engineer and then leading you know changing even from core to marketing another specialized division and then being a leader over there so for me it's like the squiggly and it's like you can't predict it but that's what also I think makes it exciting for me yeah and so I feel like do great work um and and opportunities will open and be mm. open to them but also mm. I'm quite inquisitive and I look for gaps and I go mm. today that role doesn't exist but we as a business need to do something in that space yeah awesome. these are the attributes and what we, the impact we could have and by the way I can actually do it really really well or I it plays to my strengths and mm. so you know when people ask me well what's the next five years I kind of go I don't know I you know yeah. I, I leave the chapter fluid yeah. you know um I, I know that when I first started at, at Salesforce I think it was three months in and they announced that Sydney was going to have a new tower mm. and I remember you know getting like it looked it's beautiful it's going to be one of the most you know um, beautiful iconic buildings in mm. Sydney mm. and um and I remember thinking to myself oh my gosh I'll be working there it's a, it's a mm. three-year build and I, I, I will promise myself that when I walk into that new building, I'll be walking into a new role that, I, that doesn't exist today, right? Um, and, and doing something that creates a lot of fun, has a lot of impact and actually drives a lot of value to our customers in our company. Um, so yeah, watch this nice. space. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll check in on you. <laughs> Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your um, marriage, I guess, because anyone who's been married for more than a week knows that it's a challenging project, right? (laughs) You always have to learn. You always have to grow. Has there been... has there been a testing time when you really had to stretch yourself and really go back to your values? Um, maybe not necessarily share us what happened, but what did you learn and how did you go through that journey together, I guess? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, look, you know, um, the goal is to get old with the person that you choose to share your life with, yeah. And um, the, when when I said yes, it's like I say yes, I'm a one-time kind of girl, I say yes forever. And there's times where you just go, oh, my gosh, who are you? And we're just mm. in this rhythm of life of just mm. work and kids and school and church and family. And you're just like in the motion. And it's like, sometimes mm. it's like, I'm doing so much and you're doing so little. And I'm, I feel like, you know, you don't appreciate or like, so I think there's been defining moments where we kind of go, we have to have really great and open com- communication and conversations and say, mm. I'm really struggling with this and I need your support or I need your help. Um, mm. Or I think we need to think about these things. Here's mm. what I'm thinking. These are the things that are causing a lot of noise or mm. worry. Um, mm. How do you see it? And things mm. that I sweat over, like Anthony's like, what? It's not even a problem. <laughs> we'll just check. We'll choose plan B then. Easy. And I'm like, bah, 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 bah. so yeah. I think, you know, um, having a mutual respect and friendship mm. really helps you go the, the, the long run. And you've got to also invest in that relationship like anything. It's work. 
Mm. It's work. If I said, as soon as you say yes, it's going to be rosy and pink and like amazing and rainbows and sunshine every day of your life, you know, be like, you're dreaming. Like, <laughs> what were you mm. thinking? Right. Um, mm. I remember when we were at our 10 year anniversary, Anthony, you know, said, Hey, I'd love to renew our vows. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to say yes to you again. <laughs> <laughs> right and and we said it because when we were looking at wedding photos the boys were like how come you had this big party you didn't invite us right you guys got married and we're like because you guys didn't exist and so yeah we've done cute. the 10-year anniversary renewal with them present in hawaii oh, cute, cute. and so i kind of always say to him don't ask again i don't know if the next decade you make the cut right <laughs> but we joke and i think it's really important that you you that you're that you evolve and that you also take that partner on the journey of like you know the person that said yes to you 20 years ago isn't the same mm. person and if you don't continue to support and see them and evolve and change and challenge and hold or sometimes correct or lovingly bring back onto the track yeah. um, or sometimes let go and let them try or let them fail or let them do things on their own Mm. then it's it's not a true you know partnership and relationship and so I you know I you know I love him deeply because he allows me to peel back different layers that I didn't exist in my mind I you know grew up thinking that's what happens you get married and then you know the husband is the breadwinner and you know you stay home and it was like Anthony was, you know, was okay to allow me to challenge that status quo that I had been brought up with. Mm. And the, one of the biggest, you know, lessons was when Aiden was um, just under one, I was on maternity leave, Anthony was working. And then I had this huge opportunity and project that came my way and they, you know, um, the, a role presented it, the, itself. And our parents had said, have grandkids. You know, when we when we when we wanted to start a family, we also struggled to to start a family. And then, you know, by the grace of God, we felt pregnant. You know, we'd planned this big holiday, and we were like, okay, over the next nine weeks, we'll you know, um, really focus on falling pregnant. And I was very like, we're very we're very achievers and like to do lists, <laughs> yeah. and we will accomplish. And you know, and um, and I, I remember going to the doctors for the last like you know tests, whatever, and she was like, you're pregnant. And we were blown away by that. Anyway, fast forward, we have the baby, this great opportunity presents itself. And I was like, oh, my parents or your parents will like look after the little one. Mm. And the reality hit of like everyone was still busy living their lives, right? They're mm. still working. They're still contributing into society. They've, they live far. They were running farms or they've got mm. their own work. And, and they forgot like, how hard it is to raise kids. And they thought, maybe not now. <laughs> maybe yeah, not maybe yet. not now. And, <laughs> and, and so I remember saying, oh. Anthony, oh my gosh, well, babe, like, here's the thing. They came, both migrated to Australia with no family support and they had to make it work. Mm. And I'm like, so now it's our turn. We have to mm. make it work. And what mm. are we going to do? So I can either, I'm going to pass on the opportunity and the opportunity will come again. And he went, no, you won't. This is an opportunity for you to, to go. And mm. so... He trailblazed back, you know, I'm talking close to 15 years ago. Mm. He was like, I'm going to take paternity leave or time off and be at home with Aiden for a whole Mm. year. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? And even our parents were like, what do you mean? (laughs) You're working and he's staying home. Like what? 
yeah. and we just had to go well it doesn't matter what they think as long as you and me are good and we have yeah. a plan then we got to make yeah. it work and it's, it's financially you know mm. um you know de personal development wise it just made sense for our family and so anthony was brave enough to kind of go i'm gonna cash in my chips of long service leave all my all the leave he had under the sun mm. and be the stay-at-home parent and kudos to him right I think he really, you know, showed up and defied the odds at the mother's groups and the and the mums and bubs movies and like he'd be yeah. like all the swimming classes where they only accommodated for yeah. change change rooms for in a mum's room. And he was like, yeah. well, how am I gonna do it? And yet he found a way, right? And so that was really admirable. And yeah. you know, doing that really kind of supported and set the tone of how much he advocates and sponsors me right to be yeah. the best version of me and and never to lose out on opportunities and yeah. also but he also made use of that time when he completed his MBA and so we tag team right he'd be like mm. Aiden's driving me nuts it's been a tough day and I haven't done any of the laundry and I'm like it's cool I got you and so he would like leave and and so he he had yeah I, I just I think it's that mutual journey aspirations mm. sharing your goals and hopes being there for each other um it it that yeah if I was to kind of go I can't believe 20 years it makes me sound old but it's also like one of the best you're right it's one of the best badges I can wear with honor it to is, say yeah I didn't I didn't give up and I and I choose every day to keep trying Do you have any certain rituals that uh, you guys have stuck to or stuck with? We love, we, 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 our ritual is at least once a month, let's try to go um, have a, have a date night. Um, mm. And we've really kind of try to honor and hold that space for mm. us as in, mm. as, as a couple, but also mm. as an example to our boys of like, yeah. Cause we say to them, they're like, Oh, you know, you guys going date night. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, y'all are going to grow up and yeah. we love you guys, but you guys yeah. are going to leave us. And then I'm going to yeah. be stuck with him. <laughs> and if I don't, <laughs> and if I don't know him and like him and hang out with him yeah. and just do, you know, life with him, yeah, then 10 years, 20 years will go past. And then you'd actually, when they've left, mm. who are you really left with? And do you actually yeah. really love that individual's company? And, yep. you know, one of the, yeah, when I see some of my um, older generation family friends separate after 50 years of marriage or 40 yeah. years, they go, they stay together because of the kids. And I'm like, babe, that, I don't, I don't ever want that to be our story. So I have to, we have to invest and, um, and, and, and you know, it's sometimes just a, a cheeky walk up at our local beach and a coffee and we come back because I panic you know like it's a gradual thing and like leaving the kids um you know or pulling in favors with the grandparents you know you guys also have time with the kids and we go to watch a movie or, or to mm. have a dinner or to check out a new place and mm. um and so or just sometimes staying home and watching something on Netflix mm. you know two episodes back to back without interruptions wow what a date night yeah. right <laughs> so yeah. It's just the simple things. Um, yeah. yeah. So I awesome. think that's the rituals. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I think it goes beyond just enjoying each other's company as well, but you're setting a good example of what a good marriage should look like to your sons. You know, mom and dad is not, are not just these two adults looking after us, but they actually like each other. They love each other. They want to spend time with each other. So yeah. good on you for doing that. Yeah, thank you.
Hmm. We try. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, mum's guilt was one thing that we um, were talking about last time we caught up. Do you still have that? Even though, you know, you're this go-getter, trailblazer, do you still have that or have you quietened that voice down? Oh my gosh, Jane. I, if I could, if I could bottle up some sort of essence from somebody and go like, you will never have a moment of <laughs> mum guilt or imposter syndrome ever again, man, I would be buying that like nobody's business and then like selling it in slippers to people. Um, I think it, it, it's, it's never, it, it never leaves you, I think, right? It, but I think we get better at turning down the volume and, mm. and that comes with like, you know, um, self-care, and and during COVID, I kind of felt like I remember once a week I would go for a, I say a run, really a jog slash crawl slash just move, <laughs> walk on the beach, and then I would yeah. throw myself into the um the rock pool there, and I was oh, like, oh nice. my gosh, this is so like selfish, and I remember doing two laps, and I'd be you know little breath in me but just trying to be like just float like a dog just get to the other end right and I remember going um it's so it's so self-indulgent you know to do this and then I remember Mm. going it's not self-indulgent if it's self-care yeah so it's not self-indulgent it's self-care it's investing into you I have I choose to get up a little bit earlier than them I then have this chance to go move my body go for a swim and then I come back so so joyous and so Mm. therefore then I'm happy to be around and I'm a better mom and so that there are moments like that I don't have it perfected it's Mm. a daily weekly practice of like how do I how do I let go of that mom guilt Mm. um how do I show up and just say hey I'm really struggling with this to to my sometimes my leaders or to my team or to a Mm. friend and Mm. so when I talk it out you know, I then think, talk it out to myself or to those around me, mm. then it kind of erodes and it reduces the noise and it makes mm. it less taboo. And it also makes it less um, like silently suffering or mm. I need to be perfect all the time. I don't, mm. I'm not. Mm. And mm. the more vulnerable and courageous I am in actually calling out those things for myself, mm. so mm. many people think, oh, mm. <laughs> totally oh my gosh that's how I feel and I'm like really okay cool like oh my gosh I think it was just me like you seem to have it all together and they're like no and I'm like so I think that helps with that self-doubt and the mum guilt and Mm. you know um and I think I think also hearing great podcasts and hearing leaders Mm. in the company and even external especially working mums and this is what inspired me when I heard Alyssa Green speak about her journey. Mm. It's mm. like, you know, that those moments of like, we're all, you know, doing it really tough. So especially, you know, women, especially sometimes immigrant women, women of color, women that didn't have all the privileges, um, especially working moms, right? And I think the, 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 the way we show up and talk about it, it really helps the tribe right it helps Mm. the sisterhood and that's really important and so by doing more of those things it helps to for me turn down that volume of shh put her back away you know you're doing a good job keep going yeah
So if you can go back to your younger self when you were 12 years old and you're about to go, actually when you just landed, yes, right? What advice would you give yourself? I'm getting gooses. (laughs) (laughs) I would say... um... You're not going to have all the answers and it, it may feel very, very scary. But you got this. And no matter what you face and no matter what comes at you, you have you. And... um enjoy the journey there's going to be good and bad and when the when the hard bits come they will hurt a lot but every every time it's it's um every time you think you've made a mistake it's actually ended up being one of your biggest lessons and gifts and um get ready for some adventures (laughs) some highs and lows and get ready to um to go for everything that you want and nothing can stop you, right? Everything's possible with hard work and determination and um, if people are going to talk, let them talk and let them be wrong about you and just be really present and just really enjoy the gifts and the life that you have. And um, Let all the little bits that form part of you, right? Your savoir, your Latin, your your um, humble beginnings. Let all of that serve you, because that's I think the biggest gift that you bring to the world. Wow, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. That's wonderful. Pleasure. Last question: What is your alpha mom song? Um, I have to say it's going to be something Latino, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, will it be a Ricky Munn song? It'll be like, I I mean, I I do love me some J-Lo and Shakira, you know, the hipster lie, you know, I I do love those ones. But I'm also a sucker, like growing up with the kids, right? So many like Disney and, you know, (laughs) I'm obsessed with like, we love the um, movie Sing in our household. And Mm. I really love the. um, Sing one or sing two? Oh, I think it's on track one. Oh no, sorry, it's track two. It's the recent one. The, okay. Um, the right uh, oh, and uh, and uh, the I'll have to come back to with the name of it, but it's um, <laughs> okay. A, a, sky, a sky full of stars. And oh, yep, yep. I don't know yep, if you've yep, watched yep. it, right? But it's beautiful, and it's kind of like yeah. against all odds, right? I pick you. I see you. You have the destiny of the stars, right? I love it. And um, in the movie, if you haven't watched it go watch that bit you can there's a fighting scene and it's just like just when he thinks it's like all over and he's lost the 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 match Mm. within him rises this like not this time man it's my time and so Mm. fuego yes you know burns within him and he kind of comes back and he and he actually um shuts down the hater and the hater actually actually really respects and and bows down to you know 
to him, you know, kind of thing. So very symbolic. I love, I love that song. And my, my, my kids will be, will, will watch it and they'll be like, are you crying, mom? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> There's movies, there's Disney movies, they get me. Pixar, Should we Disney. Koala? Yeah. <laughs> I had some of this, I'm crying, it's you crying. What are you talking about? But yeah, anything Latin, hipster, light, or like the stars full of star, then my jam is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Oh, actually, I forgot about the Fuego. Can you tell yes. us a little bit more about that? Ooh. Okay, well, Jane, literally, I think, you know, um, growing up, I mean, I've always kind of been like the, the obedient, the most, you know, like the, the, the good girl, the good daughter. And then um, a couple of years back, we, my husband invited me to an event, Tony Robbins, and they were oh, like, yeah. you, you get to walk on fire. And I was like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Like, first of all, like, oh, H&S and like my feet are very <laughs> like marshmallows and I don't like touching anything like we, and I go and, and I go and walk on fire right you did you did I walked it. on fire I walked on oh, fire wow. right and I was like oh my gosh I can't even believe I done it and my husband I remember that day going because they you know you're you're in this program and like they're talking about it and they're like burning this fire all day and then in the evening and I'm like and I had said adamantly I'm not going to do it and then on the day as I was you know and going through the program I'm like I'm doing it and he's like looking at me and it's like every you know half an hour like baby you sure you do it like you sure like I'm like, I already yeah. made like my commitment. I'm, yeah. I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so there's those moments where you're sometimes sitting in a room or you're in a meeting or something's happening and you're just like, you feel this fire inside of you going, if I don't say something, I'm going to explain. So I'm like that fuego, instead of like being scared of it, I now own it. Right. And just mm. this year, a couple of, couple of months ago, I went and got my first damn to tattoo and I yeah (laughs) I reached out to the guy and I'm like so right like let's talk this through like do I need to put numbing cream and like lots of pain killing and stuff and he was like what are you getting done and I'm like fuego which means fire in Spanish and it's literally like five five letters right on my arm and I was like oh my gosh panicking it did feel like fuego it was burning but you know it kind of again my husband was like he was in Fiji he comes back he goes I cannot believe you've done it and um he was like I had to do it I had to do it so there you go the chapter's never over you just don't know I surprised my damn self I walk on fire and I have it tattooed on me my team my team name of my in my with my work team is team fuego and so it's like that fire, you know, live yeah. with fire, with purpose. And yeah. I don't know if you, if you've ever, you know, if you look at fire, just a beautiful fire, even, um, you know, um, what's it called? Like a fire pit. There's something alluring yeah. and magical and yet it's mm. so strong and heat and caution, but also at the same time, you know, it's symbolic. And so that's me, fuego. <laughs> I love it. What a badass queen. <laughs> I bow down to you too, Jane. You are you're 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 also a a weapon. (laughs) Great. All right. So for all of those breadwinning mums listening to us today, what one last message would you share to them? Oh, um, last message for the day for go for it. Go for everything. Take everything, you know, um, that you can in life. Everything is available to you. Don't let any, don't let the nose hold you back. Find a way, dig deep, feel the fuego, right? And just chase that, chase that and, and just unleash the fuego. Allow that 
to come in, in into your life in every in every aspect relationships work life confidence faith whatever it is you know, just own it you get one life this is it there's no dress rehearsal and so live life to the fullest with your full fuego that's perfect Thank you so much, Wendy. I really appreciate it. And I hope we can catch up in person. because I hope so. I feel like there's so many synergies. I'm Sydney-based, so you let me know. I'm always... I will always make time for a good coffee. I saw you sipping coffee. I hope it's coffee or is it a chai latte or something? No, it's coffee. Yeah, Mm. I love my coffee first thing in the morning. Done. Well, you know, let, let me know. I would love, love the opportunity just to be... Um, and, and I think as we get older, right, it's kind of mm. like, oh, you know, just wait for her. Like, you know, she's obviously got her own thing happening or like, and it's like, no, you know what? When you find certain people that you connect with yeah, and there's a synergy, I just yeah. love being around people like that, that will yeah. you know, level me up in different ways and go, oh, yeah. you're facing the same thing. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, cool. How are you dealing <laughs> with this? Oh, you're, you know, and so... <laughs> super super keen to foster great relationships and friendships and support each other women you know um women with their messaging and the impact that you're trying to have so thank you thank Mm. you I think if you can even include that but thank you for the impact and and what by you even just holding this space of the podcast amazing it allows us to connect to be seen to be heard to allow our voice to be shared and for others to resonate and go oh my gosh me too and, you know, I can't thank you enough, Jane, for, for doing what you're doing, because I was so inspired from, you know, listening to your other podcasts. And I'm like, if I can share my story and it helps you, amazing. And, you know, if I can, hopefully it inspires someone else to come forward and be brave to share their story, because we've all got just different flavors, right, mm. of stories. Mm. It mm. helps you um, connect with more women and have a bigger impact. So absolutely. Kudos to you. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for the hustle. Thank you for finding the time because it's always extra work. And um, you just, you just, you know, lit up my fuego. And so, um, yeah. Thank you. Make sure you put that in the podcast, please. I will. (laughs) And and we'll do coffee and we'll absolutely do coffee or a a meal. Please let me know. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Wendy. See ya. Have a good one. You too. Bye, Bye, Jane. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Breadwinning Mums. Please subscribe and leave us some feedback so we can continue to make the show better for you. If you know a fellow Breadwinning Mum, please share the show so we can cheer each other up. Until next time.